All right, all right, let's get real. Is there anything to this whole gratitude thing? Like, for real? And whatever happened to that Shmaya guy? Welcome to Consciously, a podcast focused on honest conversations for regular people seeking spiritual growth. Here's our host, Menachem Poznanski. Hey, Consciously family, welcome back to the podcast. It's great to be here. I'm uh, going to do a little bit of a different style episode today. Uh, have a guest in house, in house, uh, and I'll introduce him in just one moment. But first, I want to thank you for joining us on the podcast and uh, welcome you. And also, I want to uh, ask you, invite you to subscribe and give us five stars and a review. And uh, be sure to check out our social media. Instagram, Facebook, the light Re- at The Light Revealed, and also check out our books, Stepping Out of the Abyss, A Jewish Guide to the Twelve Steps, and Consciously, Six, Six Steps to Living Vibrantly with Our Creator. Also, a new book coming out. It's coming out. It's coming out. God willing. I'll talk about it more in the coming weeks and months, but it's soon, like really soon. Super exciting. Also, if you want to reach out with questions, comments, concerns, or just to connect, uh, you can do so on Instagram at the Light Revealed or email us the Light Revealed at TLRFamily.org. Okay, so the hope is that I'm going to get this episode out today because it's Thanksgiving Eve, which is my favorite secular holiday. And I call it a secular holiday. And that's one of the interesting things I want to talk about. And fortunate for me and the universe, uh, my, my former co host, uh, assistant regional assistant assistant to the regional coast assistant to the regional coast <laughs> Shmaya Hanukman is here and uh, we're actually in the midst of working heavily on his podcast that we're going to hoping to release on the light revealed um channel I guess you might call it called unconsciously uh, which is well maybe Shmaya will tell us a little bit about it in a minute um so we're kind of working on that but uh, he happened to be in town in studios today so I thought we could sit down and talk a little bit about Thanksgiving, because he's into Thanksgiving also. And also gratitude, not just Thanksgiving, but like gratitude as a spiritual discipline, and talk about how it's not silly and actually is very like meaningful and real and substantive in terms of uh, a spiritual journey, which I didn't understand for a long time. I thought gratitude was something like silly spiritual people, pseudo-spiritual people, like something they did to make themselves feel better about their lives. And then I found out it's like one of the most meaningful spiritual practices you can have if you want to have any sustained success. But before we get there, uh, I want to welcome Shmaya to the show. You know, my uh, grandmother always taught us when we were little that Thanksgiving is the most important holiday because we get to give Hakaras Hatov for the fact that we live in a country where we can openly be Jewish. That's what your grandmother taught you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so right, let's let's unpack that for a second. Yeah. Uh, first of all, welcome. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Welcome I'm, back. I'm so excited to, to be back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited to be here. Um, it's great, but uh, that's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Um, so, so Thanksgiving is a holiday where we can express thanks that we live in a country where we don't have to apologize or hide or hide the fact that we're Jewish. Yeah. Right. I I like that. I like that, but it almost seems like we're jumping right in here. This is very um, unconsciously 
oriented. It is. So, um, which just, just to, just to, I've already teased it, but like, so the unconsciously podcast that you're doing is, is supposed to be a little less formal than what we're doing here unconsciously. And by a little less, I mean a lot less. So just talk about that for a second. Not only is it less formal, it's also for the audience. I'm going to address the audience directly right now and not talk to you, Menachem. Hey, guys, it's Shmaya. Um, Unconsciously is going to be a podcast where we actually give you guys the opportunity to come on the show and share your light that you have through this conversation that we're going to have together. And you get to express who you are and what you have to share with the world on that podcast, which is going to be very exciting for me because what I've always found is that through casual conversation, we could really touch on like very, very deep, meaningful spiritual ideas unconsciously. Without without trying to, we could uncover something. And and that's really the hope of what we're going to have over here. It's not going to be a long podcast. Um, we're going to have a clock. You know, we're gonna very we're gonna try very hard not to go over the limit. Um, and there's also gonna be a way to sign up. Um, if you go to the website, there's gonna be a form to fill out, and you'll see that announced on the WhatsApp group. It'll be sent out on the. It'll be announced more on this podcast. I think when we get closer to really launching that. And uh, I'm actually going to have Menachem as a guest very soon. Um, yeah, we're going to start with the staff of The Light Revealed and then give people an opportunity to sign up during those weeks. And then hopefully you who's listening to this will be soon be on. Right. Uh, just another way that Shmaya can make being disorganized and all over the place into an actual like effort. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, controlled chaos. Controlled chaos. In the in the extreme. Yeah. <laughs> which is which is where I live. Right. That's it's where you exist. That's you're the king. Listen, unmedicated ADD and ADHD. Gotta gotta <laughs> make it work somehow. Okay, so let's go back to that point that we were making earlier. I really want to jump in now that we wasted seven minutes and forty seven seconds. Um, <laughs> you talked about um, Thanksgiving being a day, a, a moment in the year when we as Jews could be thankful uh, that we live in a country where we get to practice our religion freely. Yeah. Which is obviously very meaningful, and I think something that we all take for granted significantly, like the idea of free expression of religion is not something that was so present in the world before, no. you know, the last, before the establishment of this country. However, one could make the argument I'm going to, um, not argument or just make the point that there are, are, there are other countries and there have been other countries for a very long time where one is invited to practice their religion as they see fit. You know, even in countries where there are kind of established religions, you know, national religions, there are other countries where you're allowed to be a Jew, like classically speaking in Muslim countries, right? uh, Jews were invited to be Jewish. They just had to like accept a certain measure of subservience to the Muslim, you know, society at large. So the fact that we can celebrate or practice Judaism freely in America, to me, doesn't fully grasp the meaningfulness of what it means to live in America and what the freedom of America 
the United States represents and therefore what Thanksgiving represents. Well, I also want to just touch on one other piece. I don't think that my grandmother meant it through the lens of simply recognizing gratitude. I think she meant it in a way of like actually practicing Hakara Satov, like actually outwardly showing thankfulness, not just internally, but also externally, which your point still stands, but she it does. Was, and we don't have to defend your grandmother. No, but, no, no, no. She, but you, I just want to make the point. She was talking about his gratitude as an action, not just as a feeling. Okay. So what does going back to my point? Cause it's about me. Um, <laughs> what is it that differentiates in your mind? Do you think, uh, and obviously I have a thought about this, um, the United States from other countries, let's say from, you know, countries where it was safe for Jews to live in a Muslim country that had, you know, an, uh, an Islamic national faith, but allowed Jews to live and practice Judaism without being harassed too badly. What What is it? How is America different? And what to, to you does Thanksgiving represent in terms of like even the idea of a Thanksgiving holiday of a secular holiday, meaning a, a by secular, I don't mean anti-religious. I just mean like a holiday that's celebrated as the result of a national act that's not hinged on any like um, government-affiliated religion that invites the populace to practice gratitude. Yeah, it's a great question. The truth is I have never given much thought to that. Um, I could probably come up with something on the spot because— I, I, it is something I, I think about as far as like the United States and the gratitude we have for being here in a general sense, but not specifically related to Thanksgiving. I'd be more interested in hearing what your answer is to that. Ah, uh, that was a great kick it back to me. Yeah. There's an interesting thing. It's, it's, uh, okay. So this is, this is, let's go this way. There's an interesting thing that Ernie Kurtz, who somebody that both, both you and I have discussed and relatively enamored with his work. For yeah. anyone who's not familiar with Ernie Kurtz, uh, he was a, uh, a sociologist affiliated with Harvard um, who studied Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, but he didn't study it through the lens of, let's say, the nature of it as a therapeutic intervention for alcoholics. As much as, as a sociologist, he kind of studied it as a phenomenon within society. Right. And one of the interesting thing, points that he made was that he says that the only country where an Alcoholics Anonymous, a spirituality like Alcoholics Anonymous, which is an entirely non-affiliated um, spiritual program of recovery, could have been born was in America. That it required the, the American spirit and the American environment to even conceptualize an idea like, I'm spiritual and that's not necessarily connected to my religion, which sometimes people translate as like spiritual, spiritual not, not religious, religious which right? we don't but, like, which I, which I, I don't like because I think it, 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 it demands a dichotomy between the two, right? When they're often not, you can be spiritual and religious and you could be religious and also spiritual. And those things are not necessarily directly always connected and you can be spiritual and religious. And, but sometimes it also just sounds very misnagdish to say <laughs> sometimes you're doing things that are spiritual and sometimes you're doing things that are religious that don't feel very spiritual for you because like you're, you don't feel like it, but yeah. like you're doing it because it's the right thing to do. Right. So, so, so all those things can be true at the same time. So what he, the point that he made was that it requires a place like America to like birth that kind of thing. 
like a non-denominational spiritual program of recovery, which stood out to me when I read that. And then when I thought about something like a Thanksgiving, which is a very, like has a very moral kind of religious undertone to it, but then it's established as a secular religion without even really... Secular holiday. A secular, sorry, sorry, a secular holiday um, without even necessarily it being connected to a particular event, you know, which we talked about this morning. We were talking about like how, like we just manufactured this whole like, you know, like pilgrim thing connected to Thanksgiving, but it's not actually connected to Thanksgiving um, in, in action in terms of the history of it, but just like the idea of national expressions of gratitude of a nation of, of spirit, a nation living under God. Right. Right. Without the word God meaning anything particular under God, you know, it means whatever it means to you, whatever it means to you, really. I mean, it, it didn't necessarily start that way, which is interesting in terms of the evolution of what America is. But when, you know, like when, when you see under God in a context to the American society, what American society has said is that God means whatever it means to you. Right. Which is very connected to kind of what we're familiar with from people that are trying to practice a 12 step recovery program. Yeah. So to me, Thanksgiving is like the holiday of that entity. Wow. That's a very powerful thing. What I'm what I'm taking from what you're saying is that had there been a Thanksgiving Day, you know, in any other country where Jews were free to practice their religion under, you know, in the golden age of Islam or in whatever other countries that may have happened in China, let Jews practice. Um, if there was a day of Thanksgiving, it would have been under the guise of whatever national religion it would have been. There would have, there was no idea of a secular holiday. Right. And the freedom to be able to say, I'm going to practice Thanksgiving with my understanding of my God and giving gratitude my way, not connected to like the Catholic Church or Islam or you know, whatever. Even the idea of a, of a secular holiday that's not, not religious. Right. It's not, meaning when we say it's a secular holiday, which is kind of, it doesn't feel good coming off the tongue, right? Because like, who's, we're not, I'm not secular, right? I'm, I mean, I'm, I live in a secular world, but I'm a, not a, secular. A national I'm, holiday. A national right, holiday. Exactly. It's a national secular holiday in the sense that it's not attached to a religion, and yet it's teeming with spiritual slash religious slash moral underpinnings of you need to be thankful for what you have if you want to keep it. Yeah. And also going into like the, the, the source of the history for it, like the establishment of Thanksgiving, the first two Thanksgivings, right? One, George Washington, the second, Abraham Lincoln, were all about national healing, coming together, overcoming barriers, getting back together and being on the same page and the way in which gratitude and thanksgiving for what we have is a point of connection between people that are often feeling very very disconnected disconnected yeah yeah. and what's funny is that people like i i i just thought about while i was talking like i noticed on social media a lot of people this week were like joking about the avoidance of talking about politics at the thanksgiving table right right because that and and then i mean really it's because we're all traumatized by you know a nice family meal being ruined by talking about religion or politics. But if you think about it, it goes to the heart of what Thanksgiving is supposed to be about, which is to like step away from those points of separation. Right. And live in the gratitude. And live in gratitude for what we have, which is a place that we can all meet. Yeah. Right. So that's interesting that, so that to me is like what's unique and special about Thanksgiving, because as you were pointing out and you framed it really, really well, which is like, 
for a Jew living in America, I can practice Thanksgiving the same way my Gentile friend is practicing Thanksgiving. Right. As opposed to, let's say, if I was in a, in a, in a country that was had a national religion, and as part of that national religion, they had, let's say, a non-denominational day of Thanksgiving, they would be celebrating Thanksgiving as an expression of their religion, and I would maybe be like borrowing that and celebrating it as a Jew, and then maybe it's even like halakhically complicated. Complicated and whatever, yeah. Because right, now it's chukas I'm, 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 Like, are we allowed to get Chinese food on December 25th? Right. <laughs> <laughs> But here is like a, it's a very unique thing. It's a very interesting thing, right? Which yeah. is like the the idea is to celebrate your thanks to your God as you understand Him, for what you have each person in, individually in and of themselves. Which is very powerful because one of the things that we talk about when we talk about gratitude, which is something you and I actually talk about a lot, is that when a person is in a state of gratitude, they feel full, and there's so much to recognize in the world of lack. But we don't need to do that. We can separate time and sit down and say, no, 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 let me take a couple minutes just to focus on abundance and be connected to myself, to the world around me, to the people around me. Because it's hard. It's hard to live the world disconnected from, you know, a feeling of abundance or a feeling of connection to people. It's very difficult to do that. It's so necessary to be able to sit down and practice this. Mm, That's a very novel description of what gratitude is, right? Meaning... What you're describing it as is a practice where I make the decision to consciously focus on the abundance and connection that I have in my life. Yeah. Right? As opposed to the normative frame of reference where so often we are distracted towards thinking about our scarcity. Yeah. And our point of separation. Yeah. That's an interesting... I like that. Thank you. That's actually a really nice um, definition. Okay, but let me ask you this. So now that we talked about that, it's got a little bit practical. What are the ways that you practice gratitude? Like what are the, you talked about, you talked earlier about your, the wisdom that your grandmother was giving over that, let's say celebrating Thanksgiving, either by having a turkey or just getting together or watching the football game or whatever it is, however it is you're going to celebrate, you know, like tomorrow I'm going to this like leader minion and there's going to be a breakfast and a sheer. I'm super excited. That's right. That's also a nice way to celebrate Thanksgiving, right? So it's a day off and we're doing things that are meaningful. So... So, and your grandmother was talking, and you were giving over from your grandmother that doing those things, kind of as an participating yeah. in Thanksgiving is a way to act out your gratitude for, let's say, being the gift of being in America, right? Right. Which obviously we both of us want to be in Israel, right. but we can also be thankful that we're in America, yeah, right? <laughs> and that we are fortunate to be born in this Gaulus as opposed to some other Gaulus, yes, right. So, so what are ways, but practically, what are ways that you practice gratitude, and and in what ways is gratitude not like a silly thing? So, I would say first off, I share gratitude every single day. As a, I write down a gratitude list and share it with people every single day. You and I do it together. I do it with other people. I have a WhatsApp group for it. Um, and that's one way where I sit down in the morning and I think about things that I'm grateful for. And I try to tap into my abundance in the morning. I also try very hard to use the word grateful as a part of my vocabulary. So, you know, I... Just to talk about today, I brine 
my turkey for 24 hours before I cook it, so that way it gets nice and moist. I went over to my parents' house this morning, which is why I'm in studio, because I'm in the five towns. I went to their house to put up the turkey. My sister helped me. And instead of saying, thank you for helping me, I said, I'm so grateful that you helped me. And I try to bring that word into my vocabulary as much as possible, not because, not to be silly about it, right? Because it's not really silly, but the more gratitude is on my mind, the more I could like act on it, the more I could I want to I, I want to get to a place where my actions are gratitude based, mm-hmm. where I'm living in a place of like I have so much abundance. I have a sister who helped me. I have you know a parents who love me. I have a wife who loves me. Let me give back to other people. You know let you know let me. I was running late to get to to get here today, and I was thinking I should just leave the garbage in the garbage can. But when I'm in a state of gratitude, I just take the two seconds to take it out and throw it out, even though it's not my house. You know what I mean? Because I'm living in a state of gratitude. And by using the word gratitude, I, I kind of stay there. Okay. So let's, let's, so you did two things. You, you talked about how a practice of gratitude allows you to tap into a place of abundance and connection, um, which is the way that you frame gratitude. And then you talked about like a very simple thing, which, is very much connected to something that we've talked about, like with the Lubavitcher Rebbe. He was very careful about the words that he used. And this is like a very, like in line with like how psychotherapy is like semantics matter. The words that we use matter, how we speak about things, how we speak about ourselves matters. So even using the word gratitude, right, as much as possible reorients your thinking towards that place of abundance and connection. And, and but then there's another thing that you did in your description, which I think is really meaningful which is you talked about how gratitude, part of that is an internal process, right? To reshift your thinking and reshift how you, you're looking at your world. But then the way in which gratitude then reverberates outside, which is funny because you think about the word Thanksgiving, right. right? Like it's a giving thing, right? That when you're operating from that place of connection and abundance, you naturally start to be more thoughtful. Yeah. You naturally want to share yeah. with other people. So gratitude as a practice what I took from you is a the processes I'm taking to reorient my thinking towards that place of thankfulness and awareness of abundance and connection, um, and and then the way in which that becomes externalized in kindness and love and and acting out that sense of abundance and connection by sharing it, etc., expressing it externally. One of the things that that also kind of came up for me, and this is something that. Um, I try to think about when I'm doing a gratitude practice is that, you know, inventory, uh, we call like in, from a Jewish context, cheshbon nefesh, yeah. is a very important part of like living spiritually. And I try to conceptualize a gratitude list as an opportunity for me to take inventory of A, where abundance is present in my life, if we're using that frame, or where thankfulness is available to me and where things are going right. And going well, and I do that, in, and I mentioned this in the podcast, and this is something re- more relatively new, um, probably in the last two years, which is I separate my list of gratitude. One is ways in which God or the universe or whatever is going, is working for me, so to speak, meaning it's going well for me, the things that right, God's right. giving to me. The shefa that's being bestowed upon you. Right. That's one part. And then the other part of gratitude is areas that I have, I am seeing success um, areas where I'm experiencing success. I'm experiencing God, so to speak, um, flowing through me. So j- just to give an example of that that's very practical, 
I just yesterday was grateful that I was able to show up for my wife. She wasn't feeling well and I was able to take care of my son all day. I stayed home from work. I worked from home and I was able to show up for her. So I was grateful for the ability to do that, which was Shefa that God gave me. But then I was also grateful that I did show up. Right. Right. So, it's, and it's not, it's not like a, this is where like that silly thing comes from. It's not like patting myself on the back for being a decent human being. It's like the awareness that like I get to be a good guy. Right. And then that's a privilege. Yes. Right. It's not something that I should be, it's not a weapon that I should be using against somebody else or uh, an affirmation of ways in which I'm better than anybody else. Right, right, right. But I'm, not, rather, I'm not building my own self-esteem by patting myself on the back. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful, I'm thankful that I get to show up and be a spiritual person. Yeah. Right. Which is a, which is a very, very powerful thing. Um, and okay. So the, the, the last question I'll ask you is practically speaking in your life, what do you, what do you think gratitude has like done for you? What, what has it brought practically? Like why do it? What, what, what do you think the benefits are? You know, it actually took me a long time to understand this. Um, and, and, I've, and I've kind of said it a few times, like looped into the, baked into the other questions you had asked. But I am so concerned naturally with the way the world is affecting me all the time. This person's not getting out of my way while I'm driving or... You know, why did my wife talk to me that way? Or, you know, this person's trying to scam me out of something or whatever, whatever it is that might be going on in my head. And I don't really like that. I don't like thinking that way. And when I am able to practice gratitude and I'm able to tap into the abundance, the shefa that's in my life, I don't think that way. I think about how I could drive better so I'm not an asshole to somebody else. You know, I think about how I could respond better to my wife so she doesn't feel like maybe I'm backing her into a corner or whatever, you know, whatever the situation might be. That when I feel taken care of, I don't feel the need to go get mine, you know. I feel like I get to be in a position where I just get to be my best self. And that's what gratitude has done for me. Mm. Okay, so so what you talked about is the way in which a gratitude practice helps you to be more selfless rather than the kind of selfish mind that you often, as a human being, orient to. Yeah. Right? Like where it's like, okay, how am I going to outlive, outplay, outthink everyone around me so I can make sure that they don't get me. Yeah. Right? And then you're in a in an adversarial stance with the world. The whole world. Right. But then in a place of gratitude, you're reorienting your thinking towards a place of abundance where I'm not at odds with everyone. And, and that's, that's meaningful. But then you also pointed out, and this is like a little bit of a different thing, which is that you like yourself better in yeah. that place. You actually don't like yourself. Um, you don't appreciate as much the part of you that's, you know, like a, like a, a hungry little, you know, cat that hasn't eaten That's a great cat. Right. Right. That's like worried about its next meal. You actually appreciate yourself more when you're sharing with the other, you know, with the other wolves. Right, someone someone once said to me, "You are God's gift to the world. Start acting like it. Mm. Start giving." Right. You know. All right. So there's like a right. That's very. So it's an affirmational piece. That's really really great. Um, and 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 I agree. I think that gratitude is one of the most effective tools, particularly for people that tend to be 
more cynically minded, which is more of a of a liability for me. Um, that that is very prominent. I tend to wake up um, with a with a with a with a with an orientation towards seeing darkness and the acknowledgement of gratitude, both in myself and in other people. And the acknowledgement of gratitude is is a reminder that the world is is a place of light. So yeah. kind of place where we can like tap it back into light. Okay, so uh, Shmaya, enjoy your brine turkey. Thank um, you. We're going to have pastrami tomorrow. I'm not doing turkey this okay. year. Um, Do you want me but, to drop uh, off some turkey? <laughs> I'm really avoiding turkey. I might have some turkey breast, like from the, uh, sure. you know, uh, but uh, put, to, to have with my pastrami. But uh, we're having like, um, we're going to have like, uh, what's it called? Gourmet pastrami sandwiches. Amazing. Right. Nami's going to make some, uh, what's that called? Uh, sourdough. Bread, yeah, yeah, and we're yeah, gonna yeah, do some turkey oh, on sound, nice. fresh turkey on sound, uh, uh, fresh pastrami. So I'm really looking forward. I've been looking forward to it all week. Uh, but more importantly, I'm gonna hopefully do that morning gig with Tani, and uh, try to really enjoy and appreciate like yeah. the fact that uh, I have the fortune to be at the time and in the space that I'm in, uh, even though and at the same time holding on to the idea that I could want the more of Gula um, as well at the same time. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining the Consciously family. Consciously is brought to you by The Light Revealed, a social media publisher bringing messages of Jewish spirituality and recovery to whoever is looking for them. Consciously is made possible by the kindness of the Capellius family in memory of Tzipora Bas Ravaram. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can give us a review and subscribe wherever else you get your podcasts. We love connecting with you. So please check out our website, thelightrevealed.org. Feel free to email us at thelightrevealed at tlrfamily.org. Our producer is Morty Schwartz. Our social media content team is Zoe Poznanski and Tahilo Nasanian. The assistant to the regional co-host is Shmaya Honikman, and our music is by Eitan Katz featuring Zusha. Thank you for joining, and we wish you the most blessed day in only revealed ways.